It's Weekly Signal's Time Out, an audio diary of incredible importance broadcasting from the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM on the campus of the slumbering University of California at Irvine. I'm Nathan Callahan. I'm Mike Caspar. Listen to that dog. He's a good boy. <laughs> good boy. Yeah. Good, good boy, mother. <laughs> You know, he reminds me a little bit of George Tirebiter. Remember uh, George Tirebiter? That is familiar, but I don't... Yeah. Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't... I remember there was a time where I really didn't remember George Tirebiter. Well, yeah, who is... I'm not... George Tirebiter. Well, I was... Uh, but I, I was... This is many years ago. I was at the mm-hmm. Rose Parade mm-hmm. in, you know, in, in Pasadena, and my Uncle Charles was there. Mm-hmm. He was a paratrooper during uh, World War II, and he, and he landed in the South Pacific... And had hand-to-hand combat there, and had a like he killed people by biting their throats and oh. plunging knives into their yeah. chest and stuff like that. So he was a little bit off. The government were, was giving him funds uh, back then. It was you know they were n- not as advanced. They didn't right. call it post-traumatic stress disorder. They just said you're a little bit off, well, Charles. It's the government's way of saying we're sorry. Yeah. Sorry so about was, that. He yeah. was getting funds yeah. for, for drugs and whatever else uh, he needed. Mm-hmm. And we went to the Rose Parade, and the USC marching band is going by. Mm-hmm. They're going by. They're playing their song. And there's uh, my uncle, and his, his son was there. He was my age. Okay. You know, we, we were 10 years old or something. And my Uncle Charles is screaming, where's George Tirebiter? <laughs> and we're thinking, yeah, post-traumatic stress disorder here. You know, yeah. something, something snapping in Uncle Charles. But it turns out that George Tirebiter was the mascot at USC during the 40s. He was a dog that just happened to roam around campus, and he would uh, actually bite the (laughs) tires of cars that went by. Uh, Ultimately, he was run over by a car, but then they replaced him with other George Tirebiters. And finally replaced him with, you know... Tommy Trojan. That, that, yeah, that... that yeah. Uh, yeah, that big yeah, white that, horse. Sure, that, that, you know, yeah, I, that phallic it's, symbol, the big white horse, yeah. yeah it, looks, uh, it looks homoerotic it's to me. It's definitely... The well, the whole thing, the guy, the gladiator, the, the gla- whole... You Tommy know, the, Trojan and Traveler. Traveler, what, there I, you go. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe there's yeah. a bit of bestiality going there, on. There's, it is something. It's, there's it's, something it's, suspicious about that. It's definitely... Yeah, but there is... This day, uh, a monument on campus to George Tirebiter, and, and I know that uh, Mahler, Mahler is proud of that. Yeah. A, a proud tradition. Of, proud tradition. In fact, at one time, what really endeared George to the fans at USC is he, he actually, during a game, a football game with uh, uh, UCLA, mm. he went over and bit Joe Bruin in the nose. Wow. But, yeah. Because Bruin, they, they had a dog. That was the. I assume that's the the Bruin mascot because yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it bit him in the nose. Wow. Yeah. So that was that was cool. That oh, was that my was, goodness. The crowd must have gone moment. berserk there. That was a football game too, yeah. and, uh, uh, as opposed to the game that's being played these days, uh, the World Cup, where they actually use their feet. <laughs> that's there, right. There, there's that that game that we like to call football. Uh, where well, yeah, we know. we don't call it football, but the uh, but the people who actually play it. I like to call it football. Okay, because right. I'm really not much of a football fan. Okay, what's your what's your impression of sports in general? What, what do you think when you think of sports? And what even just football? Well, you, well, football is a made-for-TV sport. It has yeah. evolved into the ultimate TV experience if you're yeah. watching a sports sporting uh-huh. event because it has 
timeouts and they have 20 seconds between the play, 40 seconds between a play. You can get a lot of commercials in, yeah. a lot of chattering for about five seconds of actual playing. Yeah. And and I go back and forth. Sometimes I think it's just awful. I just yeah. hate watching it. It's a, it's a bunch of guys who are, are going to be in the league two years, three years, gone, and, you know, broken people, crippled, yeah. leaving. And, and then sometimes, you know, I enjoy it. There's a certain amount of spectacle that I do enjoy. Yeah. And so I, it depends. But uh, I, I don't like the system of football. I think it just grinds people up. System. I, you know what I mean? These are guys, most of the guys, we know the stars, but most of these guys, like I said, are in the league two or three years. They break a kneecap or, you know, a leg. Something happens horrible, and uh-huh. they're gone. And it's, then, it's their choice. It is their choice. It is, but in the spectrum of sports, it is a meat grinder compared to baseball or basketball. Yeah. Okay, but but th- I, let's. What is your impression? What do you think of football? You said you didn't like it. it. The the American game of football. I'm not that fond of the international game of football either because it's so far away from us. I when I watch a football game, when I watch any sports, I, I really like to see. Uh, the body of the person that's involved yeah. up close. Yeah. I like to see their facial reaction. I like to see their eyes. Yeah, I, because that's one of the more important things yeah. in, in any game is the fake. Yeah, and and you you <laughs> I fake people out. You you're looking in a particular direction yeah. and passing in another direction, and yeah. and that's how you get a lot of people to move. And and the way they cover basketball. Yeah. And even baseball, in a lot of ways, they they're always picking up the fake in baseball. You yeah. know, when when a when a second baseman pretends that the ball is is yeah. a grounder, when in fact it's yeah. it's yeah. a line drive. Yeah, and yeah, they, slows well, they, up the runner from first. Right, yeah. they geek a guy yeah. who's rounding first, heading to third, for any second, heading to third, and they can geek him to thinking the throw's coming in, and yeah. they'll stop at second. Exactly. Yeah, that's fun. And that's a lot of that's yeah. some that's close up action where you pick that up. Yeah. And especially it's amazing in baseball. You're looking at a lot of times just head and shoulder shots of of batters preparing to yeah. see the pitch and yeah. i like that kind of stuff and you don't get that in football at all N- no they have no, the helmet I mean, a lot yeah. of them have that that face guard that you can't even see their eyes yeah and same with uh with soccer for some reason for the most part they don't have too many close up shots of the action y- you're right and it's just i know it's the geography of the game yeah. nevertheless yeah you're that's right. why i don't don't follow it. That I hadn't thought of it, but I think you're right because you generally you see that long shot. You see most of the field. Yeah. And in order to get most of the field in a camera shot, you have to be a ways away. Yeah, you might it. as well be playing. Yeah, what was that little game? The electric yeah. guys that you, you stuttered across. Yeah, the, you turn the, on the you turn up the juice and then down the juice to make yeah. them the yeah. football players bounce around on yeah, that it's little. A little yeah. Two foot electric football. Electric we'll, football. We'll call it yeah. electric football. But yeah, you know, you're we looking know at these little things, thinking, yeah. okay, yeah, okay. Well, well that's are, a good point. Are they are they really people? Yeah, I I, I agree. And uh, I've watched uh, soccer or football, international football, and I appreciate watching the kind of they bounce, watching them form an attack. When it when a team is moving the for, ball yeah. forward, I I, uh-huh. I appreciate watching all the guys kind of move into position. But beyond that, I really don't have much of an yeah. affinity for the game. Yeah. So yeah. there should be a behind the goal shot, mm-hmm. live, close up when when they get that close. And usually there isn't. Yeah. Usually, it, eventually there is, but you don't see the action right, happening. Right, it's right. always this overhead shot that you mentioned. Yeah. Which which brings me. Yeah. To a uh, 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 an editorial. Mm-hmm. That was uh, it was uh, from Terry England. I believe this was in the British Guardian. The Guardian in the Guardian, a very respected newspaper. And and he apparently doesn't like sports. And the World Cup brought this 
this uh, diatribe out of him, where at one point he says, if every right-wing think tank came up with a scheme to distract people, distract the populace from political injustice and compensate them for lives of hard labor, the solution in each case would be the same football. So he's pretty much saying that this is uh, close to an opiate of the mass. This is the bread and circus uh, uh, sort of idea that yeah. we that if you give the 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 unwashed bread and circus they'll yeah. keep quiet and and you can do what you want. This yeah. is a very traditional sort of Trotsky Lenin yeah. kind of and I've uh, heard critique. yeah not yeah. only Trotsky but Chomsky. Chomsky. I've heard Norm Chomsky go on yeah. about stuff like this. Yeah. And I got to say Noam that it's an embarrassment. Okay. You know, it's an embarrassment when you say that. It shows, you know, you're a brilliant man. Mm-hmm. And, the, and so is Trotsky, as far as I know. Yeah. They sound like brilliant men. Why do they have this black hole? Yeah. Probably, my guess is, because when they were in school, they were laughed at because they couldn't compete on, you, you, on an athletic level. Don't, I don't know that yeah, for a fact. You don't know that. I, I have a hard time, and I, I'm a, I'm a, I will defend Noam normally, but I will say you're probably right in this. He was probably not the first guy picked for kickball. Yeah, for dodgeball. Yeah, you dodgeball. name it. Probably not the first guy. We hey, we got to get gnome on our yeah. on our kickball dodgeball team. Now, Probably now, not. now, granted, there but are things that. things that are used in sports that go on to be used in military operations. There's a there's a team spirit and all that that comes through, and they they try and bring that through into the military. But that's I wouldn't call that sports fault. No. And and I don't see anything really wrong with a little bit of competitive sports. I, I, I can't see anybody who appreciates that, even who sits in front of the TV and watches it, yeah. as, as someone who's being manipulated by right-wing think tanks or even uh, uh, that right-wing think tanks would, would uh, think this was a great idea to uh, drug the masses into getting away, well, into into being relaxed enough so that they could get their agenda across. Well, that's the question. Does, in fact, you and I are in the the millions of people who sit around and watch all these different sporting events. Yeah. Does it actually is it does it actually keep us from understanding the the world around us? And does it allow these people who are in positions of power to do what they want? Is is there a cause and effect here? Yeah. Is that does that mean because I watch football, basketball, baseball, I have no idea what's going on, and I'm less active as a as a citizen. I, you need I a don't break. Think, yeah, I think it was John Muir who said, you know, uh, for for environmentalists out there, go out and hike sometimes. Go go out, you know, don't just protest. Right. This isn't all about protesting. Some of some of your life should be engaged in appreciating nature, even if it's not hiking, even if it's just reading a book or watching something about the beauty around you, instead of always engaging in a, 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 a adversarial. A relationship with people who don't have your opinion about it. Right. This is where I. This is where I. Have, there's the. For, this is the fork in the road for me. There is something of a night rally sort of mentality. I think where I have the problem. Yeah. Uh, with all this, it's the LeBron spe- James. The spectacle. Well, and I was going to get. Yes, you're right. I was heading towards <laughs> LeBron. I was gearing up for LeBron. But there is something about the, the spectacle. And when I'm watching football, and I'm being told that this is America's team. Yeah. And America's game. Yeah. And jet planes are flying overhead, and the yeah. American flag is being unfurled on the fifty-yard line. Yeah. That's where I understand why people say what they say about the, it's the spectacle, yeah. and it is this it's sort of fusing of sports and let's be honest, sort of Hitlerian perspective that that we're the masters 
we're the master physical specimens on the planet because we play football better than anyone else. When, well, no one else plays football. Well, you, but you understand what I, where, where we're going with this sort of – there is at some point, it becomes a point of a kind of uh, homage to the master race when we talk about sports. I wouldn't say that. Homage to the master race, maybe – Homage well, let's the, go over the the, 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 to, to the thirty-two Olympics. I'm just saying. I'm just. Yeah, there is something about that. There, well, let's. Why did Hitler and these guys decide that the best way to showcase what they were about was their physical dominance in in the thirty-two? Their expected thirty well, I think th- they uh, dominance. Believed in, that they were physically, but if they if there was a showcase for intellectual dominance, they they would have certainly yeah. gone mm-hmm. after that. Okay. It was just, I, I yeah. I, I know what you're saying, but to compare it to Hitler is is I I always like to compare things to Hitler, and I know where you're going with this. I, I'm, but yeah. I think I, I I think sometimes Hitler is too easy. Things, yeah. Well, it's not only <laughs> that, but sometimes you know not not to stand up for Adolf, but uh, it, there's nothing wrong with national with, with, with the way he, yeah with with, with with using sports yeah. to pump up. People yeah. who live in a particular area and make them feel good about themselves. It, it just so happened that he was killing Jews. In the meantime, that's not a good thing. But you can't you can't say that Hitler was wrong I, to get to bring the Olympics to Germany. I no yeah, no. His and you're attitude right. about about people who com, who were in competition was wrong. Right. And there's there's a there's a healthy uh, adversarial condition in sports. Uh, I'm that. Uh, that that people who don't play uh, often end up kind of. Uh, uh, I, I don't. I don't know the word. I mean, I don't want to say soft, but they're unrealistic about life in general. Yeah. No. That, that you mean this competition are, is yeah, what I think what you're referring to. Some people are after what you have, and they want to do better than you. That's right. just a fact, and there's nothing wrong with in a in a in a way that really doesn't matter a whole lot in a sport to a- acknowledge that and to compete on some level and get those uh, that energy out of your system. The right. problem is, is rather than, and I think this is the problem, rather than uh, letting sports get that energy out of the system, it, it the way the media covers it, it turns that energy into a negative. Yeah. Instead of, you know, yeah. one thing, we were at an interview with uh, a guy from Philadelphia, Will Bunch, yeah. who does a nice uh, yeah. column, and his team won the World Series before. And I remember congratulate, we congratulated him on, on uh, Philadelphia w- winning the World Series mm-hmm. and, and also in uh, beating the Dodgers to get there. On their way, yeah. Yeah, congratulations. And I, he was literally taken aback uh, by, by our congratulations, which... Uh, I don't know. I mean, that, I think that's what sports is about. I, I think, I think, I, you know, yeah. the guy he, at this point in time on this field on this day, you did better than me. Congratulations, that's great. Good for you. When you lose, that's that's a that's a good thing. It teaches how to lose well. Right. And and in in that sense, you know, rather than I know you were headed toward LeBron James yeah, because yeah. that that is and, it, and just just real quick, cause I just want to back up because it. I agree with you. I agree with. Almost everything you said, I, oh. and, I, and it's such an. E- and I, 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 will cop to. It's an easy thing to go to Hitler, and you know, in order to make the point. That's yeah. often, but it, it's also important just to just to carry that thread just a little bit further. Hitler was referring to the Romans, went with all of that. Yeah. I mean, with all that sort of spectacle and and the and and the superior the physical superiority as as evidence of of overall superiority. And yeah. I'm just going to leave it there because I I think it is too easy, facile to say 
Hitler this and Hitler that. I agree with you, and I, and I but, but I, I agree with. But what you're, you're not saying. watching. You're not watching the Lakers thinking Hitler. Are no, you? no. But no. I will say, but I, it's the only team that I fully, I feel. Are you it, watching the Dodgers thinking Hitler? No. You no. just don't like to see the promotion of nationalism. Using it with the uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm 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 all for God bless America or or you know Star Spangled Banner. But when they start having jet fighters going over yeah. and and it's the armed forces, that you know what I don't like is the camouflage uniforms down in San Diego. These you know just and, just play baseball. Right. Yeah. This is we're we're supposed to be taking. Uh, you know, away from things right. at a baseball game. Uh, national anthem, right. fine, but don't start shooting jets over our heads. The jets, the 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 kind of drill sergeant mentality the coaches have, and then you have, and then well, brought to you by ROTC. You know, at the Super Bowl, yeah. they guys fly over, you know, and you've got the the flag out there, and the in the, that segment is sponsored by the army, and that's when I have some real issues. Okay, well, yeah, there's two two other things I want to mention too. I often you, women have sometimes a problem with sports. Mm-hmm. Are you listening, women? <laughs> because I just want to say that the sports, at least to me, and I think to a lot of men, is like fashion is to you. Yeah, there you go. You know, we're not really taking it that seriously. <laughs> it just gives us some kind of expression of seriousness to, yeah. to play around with yeah. and to play like we really care about this. If the Lakers had lost, I followed the Lakers. I love to watch the team. I think they have a great style of play. I'd be just fine now. You know, it doesn't mean that much to me. I'd be a little bit griped that Boston <laughs> beat them. Yeah. But, but you know, I'm okay with losing. I wouldn't be turning over a car. There's, there's, <laughs> there's a few people out there in any situation that are going to turn over a car. Even give when they win. <laughs> they yeah. won they're, and they were turning over cars. They're going to burn so something down. matter, give, yeah. <laughs> give them a crowd of people that are yelling, and these people don't know what to do other yeah. than to burn something, which right. is unfortunate. Yeah. But it's a very small percentage. Yeah. And, and for some reason, people are under the impression that that's what happens then because the media blows it up so much out of proportion. Yeah. So you see a celebration and cars burning, and you automatically think that sports people are idiots. But, but for the most part, it's like fashion. And really, there's, there's very little difference between a feathered boa and a reverse layup shot. <laughs> really, they're, they're both involved deception and flair. And that's, that's what we're talking here. The other thing is, and I, I want to end it on a positive note, uh, just, just recently, I think one of the finest moments of humanity happened on the baseball field a few months ago okay. in the uh, Ar- Armando Galarraga yeah. perfect game. Yeah. This guy was pitching for a perfect game. He had one out. Yeah. In fact, he made the last he out. He made the, the last out. A perfect out. game, in case anyone knows this. In other words, you, you don't allow any hits and you don't allow any walks. No one gets on base no as one. a pitcher. You're you're pitching a perfect game. There are only how many in 20 the... 20 in the history, 21 in the history of baseball, 150-year yeah, history yeah, of baseball. Yeah, remember this, I can imagine there's probably 100,000 games that have been played in baseball. I don't think that would oh, be too oh, much of an exaggeration. Oh, more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then only 27 perfect Tw- 21. games. 21. 21? It would have been the 21st. Oh, 27 outs, 21st perfect game. So this guy would have automatically, in pitching a perfect game, do something that everyone in baseball aspires to. That is, get into the Hall of Fame. You want to be in the Hall of Fame. If if you're a baseball player, it means a lot, you know? And and this guy, at, at that point in time, when when uh, the umpire at first base called the runner safe rather than out, that person lost his Hall of Fame pass. Yeah. He lost his perfect game. This is Armando Galarraga. He had he had everything going for him on one second, and then nothing. Everything was taking away for the next. Disbelief, really. Yeah. I mean, and and it was so 
nice to see the way he reacted. Yeah. He yeah. reacted the way yeah, that I feel that sport should be reacted yeah. to. He he looked in disbelief and then he just smiled because that's the way it goes in sports. You know, some some things are taken away from you in an instant, and you have to say. It's a game, yeah. and and I thought baseball did a great job the next day in that the umpire, uh, you know, they brought them together. Uh, he brought out the, the the lineup card up to, yeah. out to home plate the next day. Yeah, Galarraga did, yeah. and met the umpire that had made that call that had cost him a, a trip to the Hall of Fame, and and they were friends. You know, it was okay. the The umpire said after seeing the replay, uh, you know, I made a mistake. He went in. He actually went into the locker room after the game. Not uh-huh. the next day after the game, and said, uh, "I'm really sorry." Apparently, became uh, you know started crying and let him know. And the guy yeah. handled Galarraga handled it just beautifully, just absolutely beautifully. He said, "I think he said something like, I feel sorry. For, I feel sorry for him. I really yeah. do. I don't. You know, I'm. Yeah, you know, what, what would you give if a politician did that? Yeah. Admit he made a mistake. You yeah. know, what would you did if your boss ever did that? For the most part, right. you never hear too many CEOs. You never hear British Petroleum say, right. I'm sorry.' Right." Right, here's here in right. sports at least we get to see that once in a while, right. and yeah. and that's that's what makes sports so wonderful. Well, that's the humanity of it, and you're a, you're absolutely right. Yeah. That, that was a beautiful, <laughs> my, yeah, a beautiful moment. <laughs>